This is the Teaching Primary Music Podcast, where you will learn effective, tried and true methods to teach children the gospel of Jesus Christ through music. I am Courtney Ekman. And I am Charlotte Dance. Today I want to talk about how to choose an activity that matches the beat and feel of a song. Because it is very tempting to just say, okay, here's some activities and you can match them with any song and it all just works together. But you know, I was actually before this podcast recording session chatting with Sharla and I mentioned something like, oh, but you can do this with your eyes closed. And she said, no, I still prepare each week. And it's not because she doesn't have ideas for activities. It's because she is trying really hard to find activities that really represent the essence of the song and not just, well, I I know that rhythm band works, so I'm gonna pull in a rhythm band today. It's, it's about finding that intersection of an engaging activity and one that works really, really well with the song. Sharla, tell me how you do that. What do you look for when you go to match an activity with a song? So, because the principle is, whatever activity you do with the song unconsciously communicates the feel of the song and the attitude of the song, I have to match those. So if I'm looking for something, I look for smooth things, smooth songs, or I look for strong beat songs, or I look for songs that are supposed to be thoughtful and pondering, or I look for songs that are supposed to be um, exciting and with excitement. For instance, there is a song that we are asked to do this year. I will follow God's plan. My life is a gift. My life has a plan. It's often done very smoothly. But if you look at the little hint that's right above the first line of the song, it says, with excitement. And then it gives you a beats per measure and it, and it of up to 108. Like, yeah. My life is a gift. And so you can actually do strong beat songs with that. Mm-hmm. This one's supposed to be exciting. And so I've got to choose some activities that are going to bring that excitement to the fold because you could do this as da 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 da, which is smooth and gentle and not at all what the composer has asked you to do. It happens to be Bonnie Watkins, who also wrote the Articles of Faith songs. And having taken some classes with her, she is a musical genius. I know she has a reason for saying this song is supposed to be with excitement. Another thing that you might consider is, Ere you left your room this morning. Sounds like, you know, you could march to this. But again, right above that little top line, it says thoughtfully. Whoa. And so I need to use activities that will help children be thoughtful about ere you left the room this morning, did you think to pray kind of thing. And so I want to have more of smooth activities. I want to have more of when I'm having them move to the music, I want them maybe to do a wind wand through the air so it's smoother. Uh, when I have them do it, maybe I want them to do paper plates that, you know, ere you left your room this morning, did you think to pray? Something that's a little bit more thoughtful than rhythm six going bam, 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 because it's hard to be thoughtful when you're being driven by a beat. So if I had to look into what I would do, I would say, what's the beat of the song? What's the rhythm? 
um, what's the feel, what's the mood of the song. And then with all three of those, I'm going to say, let's consider not using rhythm sticks for I am a child of God. Da, 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 da. Bang, 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 bang is probably not what you want to do if you bang them together. If you roll them from hand to hand and then pass them around the back of you, which is a much more gentle experience, then they could go for that because the essence of the song is not a strong beat and excitement and going for it and marching into war. It's not that at all. And so... I'm just going to interject here. If you've never seen that done, it can be really confusing. Like rolling the rhythm sticks into another hand. I actually <laughs> use that activity all the time. And every time I do, uh, before church, I'll just Google to refresh myself, rhythm stick roll. That's what she named it, Charlotte Dance. And you can see an example of her and her daughter rolling rhythm sticks to each other and passing them behind their back. And then when the goes to the chorus or there's a tempo change or to add intrigue, then you stop and you put them over your head. So rhythm stick roll, Charlotte dance. Just putting that little <laughs> gem in there. We're always here for the practical, how do you make this work ideas for you. Right. And rhythm sticks can be smooth and gentle if you use them a different way than clicking them together. So essence of a song, what's the beat? What's the rhythm? What's the feel? What did the composer want you to say? It's that little thing right above the first line of the song. And how does it make you feel? Like, I feel my Savior's love in all the world around me. I love taking a scarf and putting it around me and hugging myself with it or uh, doing a figure eight with that kind of thing because it's a softer, gentler song. One of the privileges that I have for being in person with Sharla is to be around her materials and to be around her things so I get a little bit more insight. And one of the weeks I was here, I was flipping through her primary children's songbook and she had gone above and beyond just the rhythm and the feel and the mood and how it made her feel. But she goes and she looks at the scripture references that are in the bottom right-hand corner of the songs and she'll look those up and she'll write a few words and she'll write the meeting and she dives into the why, the scriptorian in her. And, te and that is, I think, one of the big keys that helps her to teach with the spirit and to find activities that really convey the message of that song, the, the real reason why, not just the flowy, lovely, beautiful melody, but why. Yes. So let's take a few of the songs that we're supposed to do next year, and I'm going to ask you to turn the pages of the uh, songbook, and let's read what the composer has said up above. So, um, Jesus Has Risen, which is uh, Children's Songbook 70. Um, what did the composer have in mind when they did that song? That's a song that's suggested for April. So this is a lesser-known song, so I'm just going to give you a couple of bars. Jesus has risen, Jesus my friend, joy fills our hearts. Just so you kind of know what song we're talking about, because if someone told me to sing Jesus has risen, <laughs> I don't think I would without the music. So it says joyfully. And if you notice, the metronome mark is quite fast. Right, so I just Jesus sang it terribly. Risen, I'm Jesus an example of how not to sing it. <laughs> Joy fills our heart, he lives again. If you are thinking of what can I do to have the children have joy with this kind of song, 
Um, I, I think of uh, a rhythm band with, with um, bells in it. I think of a rhythm band with some kind of twinkly, tingling something. Right. Well, and listen to the difference. I mean, putting myself out there with my vocal <laughs> abilities are not on par with Charlotte's, but aside from that, the way I sang that sort of slowly versus how she sang that triumphantly, joyfully, the feel is so different, and we need to make sure that we capture that. Jesus has risen. They should be, wah, Savior divine. It's, it's a wah kind of song. That one's in April. So let's go to another one that's in April, Faith, which is Children's Songbook 96 and 97. So what do you think the essence of the song that the composer has written? This I happen to know this composer, and he is amazing at the things he's composed. Brother uh, Moody used to be the general church music chairman years and years and years ago. He put on this with conviction. Faith, it's could you think? Faith is knowing the sun will rise. Kind of smooth. I don't think he wants it like that. Faith is knowing the sun will rise. Lighting at yes. knowing in your soul. Yes. It's deep yes. down in there. Yes. And so what do we use with that kind of thing? Something that snaps, something that clicks, something that scrapes and stomps. Yeah. If the children feel like, wah, then yeah, you're getting across the feel of the song. The words will come, but you've got to have the wah feeling. So that same one is with Jesus has risen, which is joyfully, with conviction. And they contrast that with I feel my Savior's love, which is children's songbook 74. Excuse me, children's song with 74 and 75. What is the feeling right above that they put, that the composer has put up there? Expressively. Expressively. I feel my Savior's love. So it's got to be something where they can really go crazy with the expression of it, which the dynamics of it, with the emphasis of the words of it. If you've never used a Hoberman ball, which is a small ball that you can uh, enlarge and go bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and then smaller and smaller, you wouldn't believe what happens with the children when they visually see their ability to express it more and then to pull back. Um, those kinds of things are really strong for the children, in addition to the activities that you use. Okay, Courtney, what would you use with children? To have expressively do this song. I would probably gravitate first towards scarves. Okay. Because scarves can be flowy and expressive, but they can also be triumphant. You can mm -hmm. punch them into the air. You can toss them into the mm -hmm. air. And so as I was creating these phrases, I would figure out what the feel of each phrase was and make them a little different so that the expression really stands out. That's a wonderful idea. Here is a little secret about nine and 10 year old boys. In our culture especially, and in the culture of the Middle East, scarves are for women. And so if you use them in a way to express something, like you put them around you to hug you, you punch them into the air to say, yay, yay and hallelujah. If you sweep them this way, or if you put them around your head to say, in everything I, in everything I see, then they will be way more willing to use them because it's not this flowy, flowy thing that doesn't have any concrete for them. They need a concrete kind of movement with the scarves in order to do it. They love patterns, so if you put a pattern out there also, 
and maybe this is what you'll do here, this is what you do here. Can you follow the pattern? Right, not just dancing and twirling around like they, the little yep. girls would love to do. And they would love to do that. <laughs> Some of them would. So that's my feeling, my savers love. So there are three songs that they have in April, and luckily they contrast a little bit with each other. Let's talk about um, what's going to be happening in May. Keep the Commandments, which is on Children's Songbook, page 146 and 47. What does it say? Gently. Oh, my goodness. Right? You think of that. Keep the Commandments. I happen to know the composer of this song, and I interviewed her, actually, about why she wrote this. And she said there wasn't any song for her to sing in state conference with the children that said the words of the prophet the words of the prophet right at that particular time i think i think it was david o mckay so she did keep the commandments keep the commandments and this there's safety and this there's peace words of a prophet because she took it from general conference and she wants it to be Gently. So again, you've got to use things that are gentle. Paper plates do well with that. Visual intrigue does well with that. Um, I wouldn't necessarily use jingle bells with it. They're not that gentle, but ribbon ones are. And I would, I could use pool noodles, but in a gentle way. Again, the rhythm stick roll would be another thing that you could do with this gentle. The contrasting to one to that in May is Families Can Be Together Forever, which is Children's Songbook 188. You notice I'm not saying page because they really are um, kind of, they are a different way of enumerating it. Okay, so we, we prob you probably know that um, this was an amazing song that is sung a lot. What does it say up there at the top that the composer thought should be? Brightly. Now, I have a family here on earth. It does not come across to me as brightly. So, I have a family here on earth. It's got to take more emphasis in the way that you sing it and in the activity that you choose. So what activities do you, would you choose? Oh, you're really putting me on the spot here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a family here on earth. I would, they are so good to me. I would maybe start with a body rhythm pattern. Yes, definitely. Ba, ba, da, da. Yes, something with a body rhythm, pulling the children in and getting involved with their body. What else? Flags would be a fun one. I mean, it's very similar, so um, if no, we want no, to contrast no. that. <laughs> flags are a great... The kids do not see body rhythm patterns and flags as the same thing at all. Not at all. So flags are a great way. Flip over here, flip over there, round, 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 down, up, side, side. Yes, flags are a great way to do that. Yes, and that would portray what the composer has asked us to do. Along with keep the commandments, which was gently, families can be together, and I am a child of God. So I am a child of God on page two. Fervently. Ooh, that's a good word. Fervently. I'm not sure that we sing it as fervently as it could be. One of the things that I know about I am a child of God is that every time someone says, oh, we're supposed to sing I Am a Child of God this month, but I'm going to choose something different because the kids already know that. But they haven't had experience after experience after experience with the song. Even though they know it, you can give them a different hook. You can give them a different experience. 
it would be amazing to have pictures of your primary children up on the screen while you sing this song to them. What an experience for them. It would be amazing to move to this. Like I would use pool noodles, foo, 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 tap, 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 tap. You know, that kind of thing that gives the fervent experience with it and the visual intrigue of seeing their faces up as they're the children of God. And then uh, even another contrasting way would be to have some of the widows of your ward come in and say, this is a child of God. This is a child of God. Let me introduce you with three sentences to her. We're going to sing her, I am a child of God. It's going to be an amazing experience for her and for the children, especially because they're going to be singing it fervently. You have to right. explain to them well, what and that if you look moves. at the tempo, it's 80 beats per minute yeah. to 96. It's, it's fast. It's moving. It yeah. is going. Yeah. So essence of the song there is a way that you can unconsciously be the gospel doctrine teacher and pull across meaning, message, feel of the song by the activities that you choose. Thank you for listening and a special thank you to Dana Carden for composing our music.